0: What's the best way to fuel up for a workout? That's the question we answer in this episode of Healthy Headlines. I'm Gina DiPietro, and today I sit down with registered dietitian Sam Spain at Novant Health Bariatric Solutions in Kernersville to talk about the do's and don'ts of products like energy bars, chews, and gel. She offers advice for everyone, ranging from high to low-intensity workouts. Thanks for listening. So energy bars, chews, gel, even sports drink, these products are marketed to people with an active
1: lifestyle. Are they worth the hype? What's your opinion? So, definitely. I definitely think they can be beneficial to certain populations. Um, so, you know, energy gels and chews are um, a quick way to get energy, calories, carbohydrates, and, and in some cases, electrolytes. Um, they contain things like glucose or fructose and um, other high glycemic sources of carbohydrates. So, um, those high glycemic foods are carbohydrates that result in a quick blood glucose response. Um, so, they're quickly digested, absorbed. And therefore metabolized. And so um, those quick carbs are great for fueling during exercise um, and they're low in fiber as well. So, which makes them great for the kind of that, um, that during exercise or when you're actively like running or during a triathlon or something like that.
0: So you mentioned that it has glucose in it. I can't imagine that this is a product that somebody with a sedentary lifestyle should be taking because they're basically just putting sugar into their body.
1: Correct. Um, This is definitely something that would be specific to someone who's really exercising for more than an hour at a time and really training for more of what you can think of as like an endurance sport. Okay, so somebody who
0: may be training for a 5K or half marathon, even a marathon, people who are really exerting some
1: energy. Really, I would say it's probably training sessions that um, are more than 60 minutes, um, you know, up to two hours long, that kind of thing. Okay, so
0: are these products sort of all the same or would you suggest certain ones for different
1: things? So, the biggest difference so um, those chews and gels really function very similarly. um they contain those kind of quick carbs that we talked about. Um, where bars would be not probably recommended for that during exercise time, would be really more appropriate for before or after exercise. as Typically, most bars contain more fiber and more protein, which are not as easy to digest during exercise, um, which can really cause kind of tummy troubles or GI upset during an exercise.
0: I can imagine that these products could maybe become pricey I've heard of people substituting like grape jelly or a Pop-Tart or Skittles.
1: Is that kind of the same thing? So in some ways, there are definitely athletes who may be successful with substituting um, kind of those quick carbohydrates. Some examples that have been successful are really simple things like um, uh, like jelly beans or even like gummy bears and things like that because they're so quickly digested, um, but really kind of the best. Um, advice that I would give folks is you want to try it out during your training, Um, whatever you decide, whether it's a a goo, a gel, uh, you know, um, a jelly bean, you would want to definitely try that out during your um, training so that you know it's going to work well on race day.
0: So most people may not be training for 60 minutes to two hours. Taking it from more of a perspective of somebody with an active lifestyle who maybe walks in the morning or on their lunch break or somebody who, you know, gets in that 45-minute workout on their lunch break, what would you maybe recommend that they do as an alternative? Because I can't imagine that a lot of people are really working out for that long.
1: You're exactly right. The the standard adult is probably working out at a more moderate to low intensity rate, which really doesn't require fuel during that activity. Um, So for those people, really very appropriate to consume a meal three to four hours prior to that exercise um, that contains um, complex carbohydrates, beans, sweet potatoes, things like that. Um, Protein in non-starchy vegetables like salad grains, peppers, onions, things along those lines. And then, um, for those exercises that are maybe, um, 45 minutes to an hour that are not quite that high intensity exercise, there is really some positive research to show, um, having a little bit of protein and carb kind of snack prior to that workout can be helpful for fueling that. So that could be as simple as, you know, a a, Piece of peanut butter toast or something along those lines.
0: And should people be mindful of what they're eating after a workout? I know at one point somebody had told me that I should grab like a couple slices of turkey after a workout. Is that something that people should do, or does that kind of depend on what their results are, what their goals are?
1: You know, depending on weight maintenance as a goal or weight loss as a goal, there's definitely differences in recommendations for the standard um, or typical. Um, workout really fueling with um, either a meal kind of following that within 30 minutes to an hour um or consuming some sort of protein and carbohydrate snack, um, which could look similar to that pre-workout snack as well. That's a very effective way to kind of refuel following a workout. Um, one of the first things we burn through are those carbohydrate stores, and then that protein is helpful for repairing lean muscle mass and things like that. So having a combination of those things um, is very successful for kind of that refuel period. Okay.
0: For people who tend to work out in the mornings um, and they may be doing that on an empty stomach, Mm -hmm. is that a do
1: or a don't? So there is definitely research that supports fasted exercise or kind of that empty stomach exercise. And there is definitely research to support having nutrition as well. What I typically recommend is whatever you're comfortable with. Um, Most people, if you're working out at 5 a.m. in the morning, are not consuming nutrition two hours before that or an hour before that. Um, So doing something very simple, more of a simple carb um, and a um, small amount of protein, like peanut butter toast, may be better tolerated than doing, um, something higher in in protein or, um, higher in fiber. So that's, um, something that may work for some folks, but I definitely talk with folks who prefer a fasted workout, just feel like, um, they don't have any tummy troubles or GI upset. And so it's really kind of variant person to person, but generally results look very similar for either, um, fasted or non-fasted exercise. Interesting.
0: I hear that you're an avid runner, right, Sam? I am. So do you have any advice for people, things that you've done that work well that you would um, maybe pass along?
1: Definitely my advice would be take it one step at a time. I think sometimes it's really, um, you know, if we look at Olympic athletes and things like that, they didn't start running the marathon overnight. They started with one mile and then one mile becomes two. Um, And so I I do think just... um, Allowing time to help kind of transform running and training and things like that. Um, But I also think just understanding appropriate fuel for that exercise is really key as well. Um, And so just starting with good high quality nutrition could be a great place to kind of start and fuel um, a good workout too. Sure.
0: And working out aside... What are some of the other foods that we can eat to just boost our energy levels in general? Somebody who maybe doesn't want to reach for that Red Bull or a cup of coffee in the afternoon. What what advice do you have for that?
1: I would definitely recommend um, for most of us when we work kind of a more sedentary job, just prioritizing um, more protein um, and lean protein. So things like um, lean chicken or grilled meats, um, things cooked in the crock pot, things like that, um, but also a variety of fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. So one thing that I always try to um, teach my patients is things that really grow from the earth versus things that come from a factory um, are much higher quality in some ways and um, sustain us longer versus some of those um, more quick carbohydrates, um, things that are highly processed, like a Pop-Tart, I think is one thing you said. That Pop-Tart we burn through so quickly, and so we're hungry again soon after that, which leaves us looking for a Red Bull or something like that. So just really choosing some of those high-quality foods um, can really improve overall energy level.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I feel like in the morning, if I have a bowl of cereal, it doesn't help me nearly as much as if I maybe grab like a Greek yogurt or something with some protein or fiber in it.
1: Definitely. You're exactly
0: right. So Registered Dietitian, Sam Spain, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, thank you. Some great advice there from Sam Spain. If you're new to working out, remember to take it one step at a time. Eat food that comes from the earth and don't reach for something with fiber or protein during a workout. For more practical health tips and information, search Novant Health Healthy Headlines. We encourage you to rate and review us and subscribe to all of the Novant Health podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose to listen. Until next time, thanks for listening.